Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. My name is Casey. And my name is Matt. Welcome, welcome, welcome to today's episode. You know, that's a that's the theme song. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I was getting ready for you to sing it there. Uh, <laughs> so, Matt, we have a, another Convince Me episode today. And uh, in this case, I am attempting to convince you of something. So uh, you get to sit back and relax there, huh, bud? Yes, I was uh, before we started recording. I was like, "Oh no, where are my notes for this episode?" Oh right, I don't, I don't have any notes. I have to like, I almost, almost do. I guess probably the more difficult thing is think about things on the fly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was telling Matt that these episodes are always interesting for me because I always have a hard time thinking of something to talk about. This one I thought of this morning. I, I happened to be scrolling a different Disney group's Facebook page and I was like, oh yeah, perfect. That's exactly what I'm going to do. And so I crafted my notes this morning as I'm laying in bed uh, before I had to go mow the lawn and everything. So, all right, let's get started with this. Uh, just as a reminder, what a convince me is, a convince me is when one or the other person, myself or Matt, uh, has some kind of a hot take or something where we are trying to, with evidence, convince the other host of a particular topic. So past episodes, for example, Matt um, attempted to convince me that The Incredibles was a top three Pixar movie. I attempted to convince Matt that Splash Mountain was the number one ride at Magic Kingdom. Phantasmic, I think, was one of the ones you did for me last time. There's been a handful of them. Um, we were talking before we started recording that all of mine have been parks related. Uh, you've dabbled parks a little bit, but yours have been a little bit more all over the map. Today is no different. I have a parks related convince me for you today, Matt. I wouldn't expect anything else from you. All right. And this happens to be a topic that relates to staying on property at Walt Disney World Resort. And I am going to lay out for you today why I believe the cabins at Fort Wilderness are the perfect, not only moderate stay at Disney, but really the perfect stay at Disney if you're looking for something different than the traditional hotel stay. So I'm going to break this down into five, I guess, topics or five categories. We're going to talk about the location. We're going to talk about the amenities. We're going to talk about the space. We're going to talk about the food and the entertainment. And lastly, we're going to talk about the cost. Now, I don't know. Have you ever stayed at the cabins before? No, I have not. Okay. You are looking at Mr. Value Resort. Ah, okay. Well, this is not a value resort. Uh, It is technically classified as a moderate resort. So I want to start with location. So to give everybody an idea, the, the cabins of Fort Wilderness, they're actually located in Fort Wilderness Campground, which is one of the opening day areas, opening day resorts of, of, of Walt Disney World. Uh, when Walt Disney World opened up, the areas were Magic Kingdom, the Contemporary, Fort Wilderness, and then I think the Polynesian opened the cut like a month later or something like that. So that, that whole monorail loop, the, the Grand Floridian was not there at that point. That was it. The cabins opened a little bit later. I, I, I believe at the time it was just a campsite. The cabins opened a little bit later. But basically, the Fort Wilderness Resort area is 
It's in the monorail loop area, although a monorail does not stop there. The location is absolutely amazing because all it takes is a short boat ride and you're at the Magic Kingdom. You can see the Magic Kingdom fireworks from the beach of Fort Wilderness. All it takes is a boat ride to get to Magic Kingdom. You pass under the monorail, you pass right by the Contemporary, you pass right by the um, by the Polynesian, and you pull right up and you're right in front of Magic Kingdom there. In fact, the only park that really requires a bus to get to is Animal Kingdom because you can hop on the boat over to Magic Kingdom and from there you can hop on the monorail to go to Epcot and from there you could hop on a friendship boat to go over to uh, Hollywood Studios if you wanted to. Now if you wanted to do a bus ride over to Hollywood Studios or Epcot you could still do that but from a location perspective this is the perfect location if you're looking for something close to Magic Kingdom. Again, monorail, you can hit up all the monorail loop resorts if you wanted to. It is the perfect location for that. So any questions about location so far? No, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm following. I'm making my notes. All right. Good. All right. So then that leaves us with two, point number two, which is the amenities. So the cabin is exactly what it sounds. An individual cabin for you and your party. Inside the cabin... You get a full-size refrigerator, a full range and stove, grocery delivery. Your own cabin is complete with a deck outside, a picnic table, a rocking chair, giant screen TV, and an internal bus system that moves you around that specific resort. So you don't have to walk everywhere like you do on some of these other bigger properties. Even the value resorts, it seems like you're walking. If you get one of those far out rooms, you got to walk 10 or 15 minutes sometimes to get to the dining hall. Well, not at Fort Wilderness uh, because there is an internal bus system that moves you to and from in all the different places and you can get there quicker and you don't feel as... as um, worn out. In fact, you can even rent a golf cart to use at the resort to be able to get around if you don't want to do the bus system. They have a giant pool with a water slide. They have a hot tubs because it's a moderate resort. They have horseback riding and a beach complete with volleyball and other beach activities on the beach itself. So one of the reasons why I love this resort is because if you go to Disney a lot, and you're looking for something besides just the parks to do, which sometimes happens. If you want a little bit more of a laid back adventure, if you're a camper, this provides you with stuff to do right in your resort. That's different than your typical hotel stay. Any questions so far? Okay. Um, you're giving me some new information. So uh, Good. I'm, 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 I'm recording feverishly. Good. So let's talk about point number three, which is the space inside the cabins. It's not small. The cabins can actually see, sleep six adults comfortably. Cabins were recently refurbished, so it has kind of a rustic modern feel. Inside the cabin, in the living room, you have a pull-out queen sleeper bed. And in the bedroom, you have a queen bed and a bunk bed with two twins, one on top, one on the bottom. There's a dining room table, which can sit up to six people. That's different than the pull-out queen bed. So unlike these suites that you get elsewhere on property where 
The dining room table is the bed. This is a separate area altogether. So you can play cards at night. You can sit around and trade your pins. You can talk about what's going on. Again, not to mention, you got the full-size fridge. You got the range. You got the oven. You got a whole counter space there. Giant TV in both the living room and in the bedroom. All right. Oh, and by the way, it's a pet-friendly resort, too. You can bring Pluto with you. All right. Any questions about space? I'm still good. All right. So let's move to one of my favorite things, which is the food and the entertainment. So centered right off of the beach of, of, the, of the Fort Wilderness area is Pioneer Hall. Pioneer Hall is home to the Hoop-dee-doo Review. Have you ever been to the Hoop-dee-doo Review? I have not been to the Hoop-dee-doo Review. It is amazing. It is the longest running stage show on property. And one of the longest running stage shows in American history. It's crazy. It's live. It's musical. You are fed while you're watching it. It's about an hour and a half, two hours long. You get some of the best fried chicken on property, the best mashed potatoes on property, all you can eat. I want to say it's about $65, a person, but that's not bad for a dinner and a show. I mean, that's, that's pretty good. It's interactive. Uh, every table will get a, a washboard and you get to play the washboard with, with the group and it's totally interactive. And what's cool about it is it, it, it almost never sells out. So you can almost always get a reservation day of. And what's cool is you don't have to be on property to go see it. You can go see it or you don't have to be at that particular resort to go see it. You can be staying elsewhere. You can go see it. Again, it's just a boat ride away from the Magic Kingdom. Now, if you don't want the craziness of the Hoopty to review, right next door to it is the Trails End Restaurant, which is basically the food court of of this particular area, except it's not a food court. It's a full-on restaurant. It is a buffet. They serve breakfast in the morning, buffet style, and they serve lunch and dinner, buffet style. And it's American food. In fact, this is one of the most underlooked, one of the most underlooked uh, food places on property, uh, restaurants on property. It's relatively inexpensive. I want to say, you know, 50 bucks for an adult, 30 for a kid or whatever, all you can eat. And again, if you're looking for something a little bit more quiet on property, um, away from the parks, away from the craziness of Magic Kingdom or Epcot, it is a simple boat right away. When we went with my brother and my sister-in-law and my niece and my nephew and my mom back in uh, uh, February of 2019, this was one of the restaurants we went to. And you know what? They loved this was their favorite restaurant because it gave us a chance to get out of the way of the hustle and bustle of the parks just for a little bit of time and then go back and watch the fireworks later on that night. You've also got Crockett, Crockett's Tavern at night. So if you're coming back from the park, that stays open pretty late. You get a nightcap if you really want to as well. Even though this is not food, right around the corner, they've got their giant gift shop, which has just all kinds of fun stuff. It actually has the largest pin trading board on property. So we talked about pin trading. They, the cast members don't wear them on the lanyards. They've got a giant uh, cork board, probably, I, I would say, five feet wide by four feet tall that's got nothing but pins and you can trade on it and swap them out. 
and their gift shop is more than just a gift shop for things. It's basically like a little miniature mini mart. It's got groceries in there because people will oftentimes load up their fridge as opposed to eating breakfast, you know, when they go out to the parks or whatever. Any questions on food or, or entertainment? I'm still good. I'm cool. enjoying this. Good, 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 good. So the final part of this is cost. Now, I know you said you're a value resort guy. Now, a typical value resort, one room value resort, you know, two beds or one king bed, depending on where you're at, is going to run you, depending on the time of year, anywhere between 250 to 350 a night. That's typically what a value resort is going to run. Two to 350. Whoa, 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 whoa. Time out. The value, the value resort. You're talking value resort. Correct. I've paid $120 a night. You were a cast member. No, no, no. This was before I was a cast member. I paid $120 a night. That might be during the cheapest part of the season, bud. But when I went you... in October. Well, there you go. Well, I, I'm i going to tell you, they've gone up. I mean, it depends on the value. You know, there, there's, there's different levels of value resorts, right? So, for example, All-Star Sports... I could see 120 during a really, and again, that would have been how many years ago though, before you were a cast member? Uh, it would have been 2015. Okay. So five years. I, I would argue that those prices have probably eked up to right around 170 to 200 a night. It depends again, the time and night, time of year that you go. But again, think about some of the other value resorts. Art of animation is a value resort. Pop century is a value resort. And for a suite. Now, again, you got to, go compare, compare apples to apples. You're not going to go to the cabins at Fort Wilderness, just you and your wife. You might. It'd be, it'd be nice, nice little honeymoon, basically. But a lot of times, this they're great for if you've got two parties traveling together and you're splitting the cost of the room. A suite at um, Art of Animation or Pop Century is going to run you about $500 to $600 a night, uh, depending on what time of year you go. The cost of a cabin at Fort Wilderness is about $500 a night with almost double the room and more amenities, more choices. So again, if you're looking for just a room, you're right. Cabins are not for you. But let's say you and your wife were to go with another couple. Let's say it was you and your wife and me and Nate, the four of us were to go and we were splitting the cost of the cabins. We'd be looking at $250 a night for this much larger space for the two of us versus let's say a small room at, you know, art of animation or, or, uh, you know, all-star sports or all-star movies or whatever. It's really at the end of the day, the way what I like to think of it is this, this truly is a way to plan a Disney vacation for somebody who has been to Disney multiple times and maybe wants a little bit more of a laid back approach. It's, 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 it's a perfect vacation spot for somebody for, for a honeymoon, uh, for an anniversary. If you're going, you know, when we went, it was me, Nate, Amy, who you've talked to on the podcast, her sister, Lisa, and our buddy Shaddy, it was five of us. And this was seriously, we had so much fun at that resort and again, we got, we went in February. So costs were a little bit lower. Of course, we got the cast member discount, but again, for somebody who's looking for something different, different than that hotel feel that hotel experience, this is the perfect way to do it. Okay. What do you got? What, what questions do you have? Okay. So first of all, um, I, I, I am not a resort rat. 
Okay. And I, I don't mean that in a negative sense. I mean that in like the, like a, like a park rat or something like that. I, I'm not someone that I love to spend time at the resort. And part of this has been the times recently that I've gone to the parks, I'm there only for three to four days. Mm-hmm. And I am not just a Disney fan, but I'm also a theme park fan. Like I love going to Six Flags and your Podunk Town uh, theme parks. And so I, 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 I don't necessarily, I haven't cared as much about resorts because I'm not spending any time in that. It, it's literally a bed. So I am, I am going for what is the cheapest bed possible. So to me, what it seems like is more of the argument is if you're going with a bunch of people, then, then something like this is probably a better option. Whereas if it's just like me and my wife, this might be just a little bit too much and probably a value resort is, is like an all-star resort is, is probably better. Am I correct in that? Repeat your question one more time. So if if I'm going with a bunch of people, so again, if it's like me and and, and my wife and, and two other couples, this is a great option. But if it's just me and my wife, this probably isn't as necessary. Correct? I don't I don't know. I, I, I think that fundamentally you're you would have to change your mindset of park, 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 park all day. Because I used to be like that, park, 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 park all day. But when you've been there enough, there is a certain, uh, a certain just wonderful feeling of, I've been here enough. I don't need to be at the parks from sunup to sundown. I'm going to enjoy some of the resort amenities a little bit. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to, you know, I might try that, that horseback riding. I might go play volleyball with my friends, but yes, if it is just you and your wife, unless you're looking for something really romantic, it might really be a little bit over a little bit, a little bit too much for the two of you guys. But as you, your daughters get older, as you know, as your two daughters grow up and you're looking for some room to spread out a little bit, this is a great option. Or, if it's you and another couple or you and two other couples, or maybe you and you're on an adult trip with some friends and you're splitting the cost three ways. I mean, think about it. $500 split three ways. Suddenly that becomes a much better value for you. No, I, okay. I hear you. I hear you. And then I'm, so I'm looking at the other moderate resorts and the really, to be honest with you, the only one that I'm having problems getting over the hump on is Port Orleans. Mm -hmm. I really like the vibe of that resort. I feel like that resort is something different. And I also don't know if a hump I'm having problems getting over on Fort Wilderness is, Casey, I'll be honest, I am not an outdoorsy person. And Mm -hmm. I understand that the cabins are not outdoorsy. Like they are (laughs) very luxurious. But the whole like go to the beach and play volleyball or go horseback riding, I'll be honest, that sounds awful. <laughs> Fair enough. I will say this. There's not, you are outdoors, but you're also, you know how it feels when you're, when you're coming back from the resort and there's palm trees everywhere and there's sun beating down on you and it's hot. Fort wilderness is not like that at all. Fort wilderness is like you've taken a trip. No, it's not. Fort wilderness is like you've taken a trip up to, maybe up North Michigan and you've got regular trees, maple trees, maple leaf trees, 
it it, it truly it, i will tell you that fort wilderness is like 20 degrees cooler no matter what like it is so much cooler because there's trees everywhere it feels like you're walking in the woods it feels like you're staying in the woods but then you're in your own cabin which is luxurious which is like modern state-of-the-art and then you step out you got your picnic table there it's like you're at a beach house if you will or a not a beach house a lake house it's almost like you're at um i don't know i know you're from michigan you know it's almost like you've gone up north for four or five days and you're staying at your cabin that's up there, a lake house on the on the lake for four or five days like you would in the summer in Michigan. And to be honest with you, the pictures that I see very much remind me of the cabin that we have up in northern Michigan that my family owns. Yep. And so I, I wonder if that's part of it as well that to me looking at the picture i'm like yeah I, I go there every summer this isn't special and so i don't know whether that's some of it too and and from the outdoorsy comment it, I, that's not to say that those things are not fun there are some people that would really really like those things and so if you are into outdoorsy things horseback riding volleyball sit by the beach stuff like that that's awesome i feel like i would be more of a resort person if I did a longer vacation. Again, as I said, so many of my trips have been, it's three to four days. Well, I want to do one park a day. And if I go, if I go back to the resort, I'm just like, man, I could be in a theme park right now. One of the greatest theme parks, one of my favorite places on the planet, but no, I've decided to go back to the resort and chill out and especially when it's just been me and my wife, it's like, well, we could just chill out in a room at home. Like, I'm telling you, man, you got to flip your mindset. When it happens, and because I used to be just like you, I did. I I was go, 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 park, park, park from, you know, I'm paying to be down here. I want to be in the park. But somewhere along the line, and, and I want to say it was, it was 2017. It's 2017. Yeah, it was 2017. I think September 2017. It was just my mom and I, we were down there. We got, we were trapped down there for an extra day because of Hurricane Matthew. So we, our, our flights got pushed back. So we woke up the morning after Hurricane Matthew, the parks were reopened. Our flight wasn't leaving until a little bit later in the day. And so we woke up and my mom just wanted to show by the pool. I said, I'm going to go over to the park for a little bit for the day. But I had no agenda. I had no fast passes, created nothing. And that was the moment that I realized slowing down is the greatest thing in the world and then so when i came back around i want to say it was 2018 and took my alone trip uh in august of 2018 or whenever that was and went by myself i i spent it was like half and half half the time in the parks half the time at the resort and every subsequent trip since you know with nate in february and with the family i've just learned to pull back a little bit and i'll tell you when that flip when that switch finally flips for you you're going to come back and listen to this episode and go, I get it now. I totally understand it. But you're right. If you've only got three or four days, you're right. You want to spend a lot of time. You do need to plan a bigger trip, plan, plan a week, plan seven days, you know, you know, your seven nights, six, seven days, six nights or whatever that ends up being and have a day in the middle where you don't plan or you don't go to a park. You purposely choose not to go to a park. You will be amazed at how much other stuff there is to do on property. Well, and I've done some of the other stuff on property. Um, my parents and I, when I went in college, we did the mini golf course down there, the Fantasia Gardens. Uh -huh. That was a ton of fun. We had yep. a blast doing that. 
And, and I, I know there's other stuff to do. And ultimately I think this mindset will switch when I take my kids down mm-hmm. because when I take my daughters down, they are not going to be able to keep up with the pace that I keep up at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just their kids, like they can't do it. Mm-hmm. And so some of the switch is going to naturally be flipped um, because I recognize that it does a disservice to my kids to just like drag them through this theme park to make sure we do everything when it makes more sense to say, all right, let's do half the day, get some things done, but then let's go back to the resort and swim and relax and nap and make sure that we can um, all function and have a great vacation. Um, but I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I, I agree with you. Maybe I just need to spend a longer time down there so I don't feel as rushed to try to get everything in. And, and let me say this. In the times that I've been down there for three or four days, I don't feel rushed. I take the moments just in the parks. Mm-hmm. I sit at a table and just watch people watch rides, watch the motion of what's going on. Oh, there's a parade. I'll sit and watch this. Oh, there's a show. I'll sit and watch this. And so I I don't want to make it seem like I just like am constantly on the go. There is some relaxation time. I just choose a lot of times to do that in the park rather than at a resort. I will say this. One thing that you can try if you want to give it a try in terms of the cabins, though, or any resort that a lot of other podcasts that I listen to recommend, you know, if you're a value resort guy and you're going down for, let's say, four or five days, you book your value resort for three of those nights and then you book your moderate resort or your deluxe resort for one night. So if you want to try out the cabins, you stay at your value resort for your first couple of days and then that last night you transfer all your stuff, they'll transfer it for you. You just got to have bell services do it to your new resort and you're able to experience it without paying an arm and a leg for the whole trip, right? So that is something to consider too. And you might go, oh my God, I could have been staying here. Holy smokes. But always make sure that the moderate or the deluxe, wherever you choose to say, is always the, the last of the two. Because then if you go the other way around, you're going to go, oh my God, what did I do? But okay. seriously, that, that's definitely something to try. I would just recommend it. And even if it's not cabins, again, I am partial to cabins. If I ever do a moderate resort again, it will always be cabins. Um, you know, my next step is going to be a deluxe at some point. And again, I'm with you. I love Portaline's uh, French Quarter. We stayed there. The rooms are small. They're actually the smallest rooms on property. I've never stayed at Riverside, although it's a beautiful resort. Uh, you know, again, I, again, if, if you're that want a little bit, something different, you want a Florida vacation without being in the sun, you want something that feels different. The cabins are definitely, definitely something to try. So, so it sounds like I didn't quite convince you on this one. Well, not necessarily. Okay. Because I, I've been actually saving this big reveal, uh, partly because I was still processing it as I was talking. Part of, part of the issue that I have with these convince me is, is how I process just things in general is I have to talk them out. So right. the last 15 minutes has been my processing of your argument. And okay. there's one hump that I cannot get over of, 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 and I have nothing to refute this. And it makes for, and it's such an important thing to me that you have convinced me. All right. And What's it is, it is location. Yes. <laughs> you have heard me say this and I will say it again. Time is, is something that has to be managed correctly at the Disney parks. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that I can get to most of the parks so quickly from Fort Wilderness, ooh, that is a 
that is a big, big part of my Disney vacation that I'm like, okay, if I have to stay at a, at a moderate resort, might as well try that and be able to get easy access into the parks. Um, and not just one, it seemed with multiple ones. Plus you get the fun of riding the monorail. Yep. I love driving a golf cart. If I can rent one of those out, I'm into that. Um, and, and so that, that is the one thing I, 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 I love Port Orleans. I love the look of it. I love the feel of it. Even though the rooms are small, I am not as much of an outdoorsy person. So the vibe of it, I don't necessarily love, even though the inside cabin is, again, not outdoorsy. It is very luxurious. But y- y- you got me on the location. It, I, 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 I have to 100% agree with you that you cannot beat that location. And, and I will tell you that you need to at least go over. Have you ever been to the campground? I haven't even been to the campground. Okay. So on your next trip, even if you don't stay there, take the the boat ride over there and just take the bus around, loop around, walk around just a little bit. It's not as outdoorsy as you think. It's outdoorsy. But again, it's not as outdoorsy as I think maybe I'm It's outdoorsy, but it's not as outdoorsy as I'm making it out to be in that it can be as outdoorsy as you want it to be. Or it can be just a different type of place to stay. In a lot of ways, it reminds me of when I was a teenager, we used to go up to Bambi Lake in Roscommon, Michigan um, for centrifuge. And it kind of reminds me of that experience. It was like there was a beautiful lake and you were in a cabin, but you weren't, you know, it's not like you're out by a campfire every night unless you want to be by a campfire. You know, you, you can be, but there's still a hot tub. There's still a pool. There's you know, horseback riding's on one side, the beach is on the other side. You don't see it necessarily from where you're at. Um, and the camps, the campground itself where the campers stay and where people actually pitch tents, that's a completely different area altogether. So, you know, they have, they do a really good job of, of splitting it up, but yeah, you're right. The location is, is exactly the reason, one of the reasons why I fell in love with that resort. So, all right. Anything else on your end before we close it out? I think I'm good, man, Casey. I really want to go to a park. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't right now because Florida is is um, yeah. a, a very big COVID hotspot. And I, I travel just in general, even not to Florida, just travel in general just seems like a poor idea right now. But man, I just, it's, I'm, I'm really missing being at the parks. You and me both, buddy. You and me both. I think 2021 should be a year where I think it's going to happen. I would love to go down with you, you know, plan a buddy trip or something, or even just, you know, you and your wife and me and Nate too. That'd be fun. Yeah, Um, I agree. But, you know, but we got to get through this first and, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, what Dr. Fauci is saying and, and, you know, possible vaccines by the end of the year, you know, you know, I, I'm holding out hope that, that we're on the downward slope of, of where we're at. I mean, yes, we're seeing spikes and cases are going up, but I'm hoping that worldwide, we've got a solution in place, hopefully in the next couple of months. So, all right, it's closing time. Uh, how do they get a hold of us? You can email us, beersandears1928 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Join up on our Facebook group, Beers and Ears Podcast, a public group. Anyone can join. Uh, Twitter and Instagram, at beersears1928. That's beersears1928. Uh, as always, rate and review us. Five stars, five stars. Thank you to the people that have uh, rated and review us already. We cannot stress enough how much this helps us out and how much this means to us. 
and uh, new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. We love uh, uh, our Tuesdays and Fridays around uh, our households. They're really exciting days when episodes release. Absolutely. All right, guys, let's go ahead and raise our glasses. Today's episode has been on us, and we will see you again next time. Have a great night, everybody. Bye, everyone.